Jaratel is here with Making Believe LFT. I'm here with Phil Kaysen. Um, one man that I've just recently met, but um, honestly, I'm inspired by watching um, what he does on a daily basis and also uh, what he does for his kids that he coaches. Um, what's up, Phil? What's up, Jared? Man, appreciate you having me out, bro. Nah, no worries, man. I'm a quick introduction. So tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, man, well, my name is Phil Kaysen. Um, I live here in Vancouver. Um, father, um, I coach basketball at um, Fort Vancouver High School, coach a freshman. Um, then I also run an outreach program for um, for gang-involved youth here in Vancouver uh, through Boys and Girls Club. Um, that pretty much sounds me up, man. Man, that's awesome. I, I never knew you ran an outreach program. What got you into that? Yeah. Um, actually, basketball, man. Um, I was volunteering with a friend of mine a couple years ago, uh, and she was actually a case manager for the program I run now. And, you know, she used to have me come in just on Monday nights and run basketball with the kids. Um, and then she actually applied for Vancouver Police Department and asked me to take over her role at, at Boys and Girls Club. And I'll be real, bro. I had no clue what I was signing up for. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, cool, man. Mentorship opportunity. Right. Um, and it's much more than that. So I've been there for a couple of years now, man, going on three years. Man, that's awesome, man. That's a, that's a man. That's a blessing. I mean, yeah. so it was just like God's purpose, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. It moved me right right into to a good spot, bro. So from that point, um, what what got you into uh coaching before that? Um, you know what, man? I tried to give coaching a spin like four or five years ago at Fort. Um right. but at the time I was doing sales and I was I was so busy that I I never had time to commit to it completely. Mm. Um and so I backed off. And my boy James Jones actually ended up uh, continuing, and he's the JV coach at Fort now. Um, and so backed off, and then we had a one of my friends switch over to the girls' team this past year. And actually, just through conversation with James, he was telling me like, "Yeah, man, we're looking for a coach." And um, I told him, I said, "Man, the only place I would coach at would be Fort because I went there. I understand the demographic of kids. It feels like home to me." Um, and so that's how I ended up getting back into it. Man, I think that's so crazy because um, uh, I got we met through Greg, mm-hmm. Greg and Greg West, and uh, it was a blessing because um, when I saw the way you moved and I saw the way you at- reacted with the kids, and you were not only there as a coach, but when I watched, you were there and you really cared. You you really wanted to make a difference by um, what you how you interacted with these kids. So uh, just go based on that, man. Like, what pushes you to? be that way with these kids man um you know i'll be i'll be real man initially when i took over the position at ford some of the kids that were going to be coming into the program i had already known through boys and girls club so they were coming to my monday night basketball that i that i run um and all of them were pretty excited to be going into high school and starting to play basketball so initially it was like man this would be a cool opportunity to continue growing relationship with those kids and just kind of see where it goes. And I get to coach basketball. Right. Um, Right. And so that's how I ended up getting started, man. And that to me is why it was much more than just basketball. And it still is because I see those kids every day. Right. Right. Even when we're not at Fort, you know, as soon as we leave Fort, those kids are with me when we're uh, before we get to practice, most of those kids are with me already. So 
it's not really a switch that you can turn off and on. You know what right. I mean? I've, right. I, I've see myself as a mentor and a coach outside for them every day. And now I just get to put on the red and white and take it to the school. You know what I mean? Right. And it's a blessing. I mean, uh, people like you yourself that are coaches that really take it beyond coaching. Um, I, we, you know, we see that all the time. We see coaches that just do it for the paycheck mm-hmm. or really, really don't care and invested. And I feel like it's a blessing to see people just like yourself that honestly give more than just coaching. I appreciate that, man. I really, yeah. I really try. It, me- it means that much to me. Um, it's much more than basketball for us. Right. And I mean, being from that uh, demographic of uh, being at Fort, uh, what did you want to change the most? And what do you feel like you are changing there? Um, man, honestly, you know, something that, that I think the stigma of Fort uh, is usually known for being the school in the hood or the ghetto school. Um, you know, we've never really matched up against schools like Union or Skyview in terms of height. Um, or in terms of having money to spend on a program. So I think naturally kids come to our school feeling like they're not enough. So if you ask our kids on the game day against Union, are you guys ready to win today? You always have to, you know, are are they going to give you an honest, yeah, coach, I'm ready. Or are they really feeling like they're just not good enough? So that's what I wanted to change, bro. I wanted to change the stigma of we're not good enough. And it it really starts with the kids and building them up – and building character and confidence and all those little things that it takes. Man, that's awesome because I feel like uh, self-love is something that we need to teach our generation, the next mm-hmm. generation coming up. Absolutely. And I feel that uh, that's one thing that's missed with a lot of these kids with social media coming in, that they want va- validation through online and people that are behind screens instead of the people that are really reaching out to help them. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, man, my next question, you know, th- my next question off of that would be, uh, do you feel like you're seeing a different change and a change in, this, in the program or the kids that you're working with? Yeah, absolutely, man. I think uh, this year it was really cool to see, you know, I was telling you about my, my, my boy James Jones, who I grew up with, um, seeing him in the program, uh, seeing Coach Ansley, who coached when I played there. Um, we all have the same values. We right. really value family and we value hard work. Um, and those are two things that com- combine all three of us. We know they know they, they can trust me to move my freshman into a, the next level with those values. And we can trust the JV coach to move the varsity level uh, with those values. And so um, we definitely we see it. It's slow. It's slow, but steady, bro. So, man, I love it. I mean, you know, going from a freshman JV and a varsity coach, there's usually egos. Do you feel like there's any egos that, like, try to take each other's jobs or nah. try to step <laughs> on each other's? Nah, nah not at <laughs> all, man. And, and, again, it comes it comes back to me saying it's bigger than basketball, right? So right, that right. was one of the things I told him. I said, man, if this was any other opportunity, if it was if Sky, you called me and wanted me to coach, I wouldn't have went. I don't have that relationship right. built with those guys to be able to put my ego aside or to trust that they would put their ego aside and let me do my thing. Um, they let me, they let me, man, this is my first, my first year coaching. They let me run it pretty independent, right? That takes a lot of trust to be able to put somebody in a room with 20 freshmen, right? you know, and say, Hey man, coach these kids up to be varsity basketball players and more to be able to go to college and and, and be young men in the community. Man, it sounds like you picked the the right program. I I remember the first day that you came to Ford. And I remember you you and I kind of connected afterwards. I was like, man, I like you, bro. I could just tell. You know, you feel people's energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And energy and uh, iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. 
man, and I, I saw I saw your energy. I saw who you were. I saw the way you moved, and I was like, oh, this guy's real. And you weren't there with no ego. You're really there with, like, we're all on the same page of where, what can we do for these kids? And um, like, like I tell a lot of people, I don't connect with a lot of people. I don't trust a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But once I connect with you and I trust you, I'm all in. Yeah. uh, I appreciate that. Man, I do appreciate you giving me uh, your time today and also, like, uh, the generosity of, like, giving me uh, your trust of me working with your kids. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm on the same boat, man, when you say you don't give everybody your trust, but when people earn it, um, you can feel it. And and I felt that from an instant with you, bro. And um, and so I I was very grateful to to be able to, like I told you, man, be able to leave the kids with you um, and trust with them and, and teach them the right lessons um it's a good feeling as a coach right. you know you got that back up yeah i appreciate that man and also like uh i've been watching your instagram more and more every day <laughs> you're probably one of the only instagrams i watch cool. man and i just love i love how you are as a father it pushes me and i can't wait to be a father one day and um how does that relate with you with coaching sheesh sheesh man I, well, you already know, man. My my son is my heart, bro. He's, uh, you know, yeah. when when I had him, I, I felt like he was the only thing that I had done right in my life. You know, making so many mistakes, and so, man, he's like my little reminder every morning that things can get better, that that things are right. things are moving no matter what. Um, and so he's always my reminder, man. I have to be consistent with who I am all the time. So the, mm. I, I tell my kids, man, I'm the same way to my son that I am with you guys. I'm going to hold you to the same level of accountability. I'm going to treat you with the same mm. amount of respect and love. Um, and we have to be a family, yeah. right? I expect my son to be able to be in a room with my players and for them to understand the little things, um, the values that I hold. You know, we don't curse in the same room as my son. I mean, um, those little things, man, like I want them to, to, to show them what um, to show my son what it's like to be a young man. Right. Right. So does, do you feel like this um, pushes you to always do the right thing with him watching? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I make mistakes. Don't get me wrong, bro. Um, I make my right. mistakes, but I, I understand that even when he's not with me, I have to be setting an example. Right. I can't. It's, like I said, it's not a switch. I can't be a good dad when he's just with me and then be this kind of person when he's not with me. Um, and, right, and sometimes right. people have an issue, a problem, you know, keeping that consistency and so yeah like people do and it's it's real like people do use that as a light switch or feel like kids are just dropped off at days and uh, some days and i don't see that with you so like i i mean i appreciate watching that and uh so like how would you do you feel like does your kid ever come watch you coach oh Oh, he's with me listen man (laughs) He, he liked basketball before, right? He just naturally, for me, playing with him and right. whatever. Bro, he's infatuated with basketball now. It's It's been so <laughs> crazy, man. And one of the, the dopest moments was, like, seeing him after the game go sit up with, you know, with some of our kids, um, sitting in their lap, and they're all, right. you know, passing him around and, and showing him love like we're family, right? You've see, you seen how we are. Bro, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. absolutely infatuated with it now. That must be a big moment as a dad, right? To love the sport and see your son love a sport <laughs> oh, yeah. that you love. That must oh, yeah. be big. Huge, bro, because we hear all the time about dads that love basketball so much that they almost push their kids away from it. I always told myself, right. like, man, okay, I'm going to start coaching. I'm not going to push it. 
I don't want him to hate basketball. <laughs> like, so it must be a big deal that your your son just loves basketball. Yeah, just like you. it's you know it. Um, even if I don't say it all the time, it's special. Now, I woke up when Kobe Bryant <laughs> passed away. Um, you know he right. he knew that that was one of my biggest mentors. Like you know, I always looked up to his mindset and his grind. And uh, one morning I woke up. I kid you not, bro. True story. I woke up. It's like five thirty in the morning. This is before daylight savings, so it's pitch black dark. And all I hear is our little mini basketball. You seen the little mini hoop that we play on? I, I hear the mini yeah, basketball, yeah, yeah. right? And I sit up, and I was like, pop-pop. That's what I call him, pop-pop. And he flicks on the light. Really? Bro, he had my Kobe Bryant jersey on, playing in the dark. <laughs> I, was, I, I was tripping. I was Man. like, Man. If this ain't my son, I don't know what. And he just had the biggest smile on his face. Bro, it was it was one of the, the dopest moments. And he was just, grinding, <laughs> huh? He was like, he was going. He said, I can't see the right, light, but I was right. shooting. He, he hit the light on. He was like, you ready oh, to be man. up? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's what's up, man. Like, I watch your videos, and like, I'm telling you, there's not a lot of videos I watch. And I, I, I watch yours just because it just – it makes me laugh and it makes me <laughs> smile because it's like those are things that I can't wait yeah, to have. That's you cool, know? man. And, um, yeah, I just that's awesome, man. I, it's a blessing to watch that, and I appreciate you yeah, always sharing. I that. appreciate it. I feel like I a little bit of love, man. I feel like it, it makes people happy seeing it. I know it makes me happy seeing it. So yeah, yeah, it definitely does, man. Just keep keep pushing that. Also, um, to jump on another subject, man, what's your ultimate goal, like? You know, we all have ultimate mm-hmm. goals. I have one that just wants to share. And honestly, uh, a lot of people are chasing the bag. A lot of people are chasing certain materialistic things. Mine is really just trying to change as many mm. lives regardless. I'm not chasing money. And uh, what is, like, your ultimate goal for yourself? I love that, man. You you hit it on the head right there. Um, it's changed over time, bro. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I did sales, right. man. Before I got my job right now at Boys and Girls Club, it was always chasing the bag. I was working six, seven days a week out of town, getting as much money as I could, but I was never seeing my son. Um, And then when I got an opportunity to work, it really humbled me, bro. And it it reminded me that money is not everything, right? I make, I make a quarter as much as I made five years ago, but I live a better lifestyle and I'm happier, bro. Uh, So would you say going, going through what you're going through, um, during that time, do you feel like you were oh, yeah, as happy? Wasn't. No, for sure, man. I was dealing with depression. I was dealing with all kinds of demons, you know, and, and feeling like money really? was going to solve it for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So you just kept, I kept working. working. Right? I was, I was missing things with my son and, uh, and, and I didn't know what was wrong. Right. And it, and it was crazy how it all happened, man. It happened so quick. You know, I walked away from this job pretty much overnight. Um, and then, Really didn't even know what I wanted to do for a while. I kind of hopped between jobs. And so it, it changed, bro. And now that I'm where I'm at, man, I'm almost 30. You know, my son is getting older. He's in school now. Um, I just want to I just want to leave a legacy for him. And I feel like money won't do that for him. I could leave him money, but it's not going to mean right. anything for him outside of finances. I want him to be able to look and be right. like, yo, my dad really impacted all these lives. I want to do the, I want to do the same thing. Right. Man, like, and I feel like uh, that's why I asked you to come on this call. Um, I didn't know a lot 
what you're doing today. And I didn't know about the outreach program. I didn't know much about your son. I knew I've seen, I'm seeing little things, but um, now that I'm, I'm growing to know you, it's like, man, I can't wait to grow with you. And hopefully we can man. keep chasing, man. Cause uh, one man told me, Rashawn Williams said, uh, he told me this and it connected in my head. He was like, if you want to go fast, go alone. Go together. If you want to go far, <laughs> go together. <Okay. laughs> and then I was like, man, once that connected with me, I was like, man, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it alone. And um, man, so, you know, so when you, when you stopped uh, working, what, what clicked, what changed? Um, man, I went, when I stopped working, I actually ended up working at the gym for a little bit. Um, and at the time, I okay. was really overweight, man. I was almost 280 pounds. Yeah, man. Really? And, so, and it's so funny. So, right, you think of me working at the gym. <laughs> and I started working at the gym, and I was, like, <laughs> surrounded by people that would grin at you if you brought fast food in the building. You know what I mean? And anyway, bro, it just right. sparked, like, a lifestyle change for me. Man, I went from kind of killing myself and eating bad and thinking bad, bad negative thoughts about myself to being around positive people all the time and eating healthier nah. and practicing self-love a little bit more. Um, and I think just right. through that, through that journey, um, you know, I got the opportunity at Boys and Girls Club. I was like, I'll give it a try. And I didn't, again, I didn't know what it was going to be. Right. And then I just kind of right. grew to love it. And it being here now, it's funny because most people go from my position and they want to, they, oh man, I got to make more money. Right. I'm right. I make decent money. I work for the county. I don't make a ton. I can't work overtime. Most people come from my job and they think it's up from here. Right. I came from a job that paid me way more and I'm here and I live a better life. Right. Bro. Right. So yeah, you traded, traded money, money for, for time. time and I feel richer, <laughs> even financially as it is, bro. It's so crazy. right. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, bro. I've I seen that. And I, I tell people that all the time, like, I'm invested and I'm betting on myself. And I went from working at American Airlines to dropping it and going to play college ball to coming back and knowing I didn't want to walk into a clock. And I wanted to run my own business that my mom believed in. And I just ran after that. And when I hear stories like this, it's like it just validates that money is not everything. You know, it just validates that you can make a decent living by making less, you know, living the life that you want. So, man, Phil, like, I appreciate you, man. So, uh, if you don't mind, can you drop all your social media? Uh, oh, we, man, let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I even remember it. Um, yeah. Well, my, you, could, you guys can reach me on Snapchat. It's Phil, B-M-B-B, B as in boy, uh, Phil, B-M-B-B. Um, my Instagram is just Coach Kaysen, but it's Coach with the underscore Kaysen. Uh, last name is C-A-S-O-N. Um, man, happy to to spread some light, bro. And I, I love seeing it too. So anybody out there that is dropping dope messages, I'm definitely going to be giving you some love back. Um, especially you, Jared, bro. I, I love seeing your stuff, man. I'm, I'm attaching myself to it a little bit more and more every day. Man, I'm, I'm blessed, bro. If there's anything I can learn from you as well, because I mean, you do an outreach program. Um, you've been through a lot and this will definitely not be the only podcast we'll do because, you know, we touch base it based off of like who you are and what you do and now i can't wait to go into another podcast with you soon about like what kind of struggles we went through and that's something i feel like um our next podcast will be about is struggle and um what i hear in your voice and what i see in your heart 
is something that you went through so deep and you got, yeah. you climbed out of it. And yeah. that's something I'm, that I'm excited, man. Have. I'm excited to hear your story, bro, because I think that's why you and I clicked, man. I, I, I didn't understand the depth yeah, of your story until yeah. I looked into you a little bit. And then, uh, man, I love you. I love what you're doing, bro. I, I love seeing the passion in your eyes, man. And I think that we have a, a little bit more that we relate to than we even know. I appreciate those words, man. And I do, and I know we connect. Um, that's why I was like, man, I looked at your Instagram and I was like, yep, he's going to be the guy I want to do the podcast with because your heart and the way you want to always give back. I appreciate so, you, man. Man, man, I appreciate you, Phil. Thank you for jumping on. Um, guys, check out Phil, man. He's a very inspiring guy. Been through a lot. Also giving back even when he felt like he lost everything. He was still giving his hand out to these kids. Make sure you guys check him out at his social media. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate Appreciate you, you, man.